Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to my lovely, lovely people. I hope you're all having a fabulous and amazing day. I thought today we'd talk about bottling emotions and, you know, why it's bad for you. So firstly, I'll start off with, in case for those of you who don't know what bottling your emotions are, it's basically a collection of ignored thoughts or feelings Um, stored negative energy in your subconscious, in your body. And, you know, it's kind of just sits there when you have a situation that's traumatic or something that's a bit negative that's happened to you or something that's upset you, you might not react in that moment and then you might just push it to the back of your mind and then it just sits there. So you think you've resolved it by moving on, everything's normal, but in the back of your mind, it just sits there and builds. And it's also obviously the act of storing any repressed emotions that have nowhere to go because you're so used to maybe, I guess, using your logical mind to, I guess, blame away the emotion. It's like, oh, this isn't relevant. Like, I shouldn't be feeling this way because of X, Y, and Z. This isn't logical. I don't know why I'm feeling like this. You know, all of those kind of things can kind of force you to kind of just like forget about it and leave it and set it to the side because you just think it's irrelevant. It's not worth your time. But the reality is like, it's really bad to do that because it can lead to depression. You know, you have all these repressed emotions and stored negative energy from negative events that have happened. It could be a breakup, could be someone cheated on you, could be someone lied to you, someone betrayed you, and it's just all storing in your body. And then eventually it just all builds and it can build into a mental health disorder or it can build into other issues. Like you can have emotional outbursts towards things because you've just got no patience for anything because you're so... Um, I guess stressed out all the time and you just feel down all the time like a low mood because again just a lot of stored emotional trauma and baggage inside that's just having nowhere to be let out like it hasn't been let out by you and it can also lead to like antisocial behavior as well when you're just got so much baggage you just feel like you're unworthy to hang out with other people You feel like maybe you can't control your emotions around other people, so it's better not to be around other people. Maybe you feel that you can't control your response to other people in the sense of like them making you feel bad over your own projected thoughts. Like you're not able to see reality of a situation, so that might make you feel bad and then that might make you avoid going out with your friends. Even though, so for example, like let's say, you're out with your friends and like let's say you're in a big group and you're there with your best friend and some other close friends and in your mind you feel like they're all ignoring you but the reality is they're just having a conversation amongst themselves about something funny you know they haven't they're not ignoring you but you feel like they're ignoring you because it's your own projection of the situation because you're already in a negative mood and then the stored trauma from a previous situation like might be with another person or another few people where they've ignored you and now it's like a backlog of emotion where that you're triggered in in a social setting in the present but it's like all that stuff that's happened in the past is is the emotional tumult behind that one scenario so you might overreact in that situation and you might not want to go out again and it just might make you feel more antisocial and less inclined to hang out with people um it also can lead to irregulated emotional responses and triggers so by storing all of that negative emotion inside you, not letting it out and just like processing those emotions, 
you can start to have an irregulated emotional system like in your body so like your nervous system doesn't know how to regulate your emotions properly because it's not used to dealing with such intense emotions and the reason it's so intense is because maybe when it was a small emotion like maybe it was sadness now it's grown into to depression or you know into feeling anger or this you know all these other different things so like let's say your baseline's in the middle for your emotional regulation and then you know something bad happens and you just quickly instead of climbing up slowly like you're going upstairs you run up the stairs and you're already angry at a situation and you have an outburst to someone as opposed to just going up a little bit and being annoyed you go straight to anger and then you kind of just stay there a bit and then it takes you a long 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 time to get down you never kind of really get to that baseline so I think it's really important for all of us to kind of acknowledge all of our emotions even though it can be annoying it can be painful it can be very difficult sometimes you just don't have the strength to go through with them but I think it's important to be introspective and really look inside yourself and connect with yourself like make sure you're comfortable with who you are when you're reflecting with yourself like the experiences you've had the way that you respond to people the emotions that you feel because at the end of the day like rationalizing your emotions is not going to get rid of them you're just setting them aside and waiting and they're just waiting to be let back out until you have the proper response that you're supposed to have in that situation that you didn't allow yourself like obviously rationalizing things is is a good thing to do but it's probably not the best thing to do in every single emotional circumstance because you're basically not allowing yourself to feel that emotion you're lying to yourself you're saying i don't feel this way because it doesn't make sense but emotions don't make sense emotions that's that's why emotion has been given the name emotion because it's just a whole bunch of feelings they might not make sense but they might make sense later or they're completely illogical like emotions are illogical so don't get trapped in that thinking pattern of feeling betrayed by yourself like oh, i shouldn't be feeling this way because i've already dealt with this in therapy i've already chatted with this about it no because you need to be kind to yourself like you're allowed to feel things whether it makes sense whether it's right or wrong you're allowed to feel the emotions let them Sometimes you don't even need to have an outburst or chat about them. Sometimes you can just feel them and let them pass through. Let the emotion come and feel it and let it out. If you don't want to talk about it with the same person because you're like, I shouldn't feel this way. But I always feel like talking about problems is really important. Like we all kind of try and shy away from confrontation. But it doesn't necessarily have to be confrontational for you to, to say how you feel. Because at the end of the day, you don't need to do anything you don't want to do. Like... If you feel obligated to go out somewhere because you feel like you're not going to be loved or like there's an expiration on the love unless you do X, Y, and Z, then, you know, you need to remove yourself from the situation because this is how we start bottling up emotions by being in a situation that's not serving us or being with people that's not serving us and you're just getting triggered by these things. Especially if you've gone through or had a traumatic childhood, it can be even harder to recognize how you feel about certain scenarios because you're so used to being in a flight or fight mode that you push your emotions away instead of leaning into them and understanding them. So it can be a little bit harder to understand why you feel certain ways. And that's not to say that we're controlled by our past experiences, but you cannot get rid of things that trigger you. You can understand it and you can better control it and feel it. 
but you can't get rid of it. Like these situations that have happened to you in the past are shaping who you are now. So it's important to acknowledge that like they're not like you feeling away from because of something's happened to your past that you're triggered in the present isn't a bad thing. It's it's something that your body's telling you, I need to recognize this and this is my boundary. Like it, it's probably more than likely your boundary is being crossed. So you're bottling that emotion, but really you need to feel the emotion. Be like, okay, well, don't like what they're, even though this person's really important to me, they're my best friend. I don't like what they're doing. It makes me feel like crap. It makes me feel like worthless, blah, blah, blah. Like whatever the feelings that are connotated with the situation, you can just remove yourself from the situation. Like if you're ever feeling bad, if you feel like you can't talk about it in the moment, like you can't pull the person aside and let them know how you're feeling, you don't have to be there. Like we all don't have to be there. I know we feel like we have to, but you could literally just leave and go and then just tell your friend, oh, I wasn't feeling well. And then explain to them why you weren't feeling well. Like you can do all kinds of things. You don't need to put up with anything that you don't want to put up with. And I know it's hard because it seems like we always have to tolerate things because of family or this or that, but really we don't. Once you're an adult, once you're over 18 or you're an adult in whatever country you're from, you are allowed to say no to things. You're allowed to leave places. You're allowed to leave people. And you're allowed to feel your emotions. You don't need to bottle them or rationalize them or be like, well, I shouldn't feel like this because of blah, blah, blah. Well, I shouldn't feel this way because it's just not that big of a deal. It's like just feel it and accept and acknowledge why it's feeling, why you're feeling that way. Don't let it control you. Don't let it all these negative and pent-up emotions build up and become a serious problem in your life, you know? Like, just deal with them then and there. Feel it, ruminate. Like, journal. Journaling is a great way to deal with bottling emotions. It's a great way to process. If you're not used to processing your emotions and feeling them and understanding them and you always feel like they're controlling you, then journaling is a great way to reflect on why you felt a certain way in a situation and connect what it reminded you from your childhood to better be able to understand what your triggers are, what you should stay away from and what your boundaries are. Like what are people crossing in your boundary that is causing you to feel a certain type of extreme way towards a certain situation, if that makes sense. So I do think journaling is a great way. I think also the 54321 method is a great way to break that cycle of thought when you're being led by the nose. Um, but otherwise, if not, just remove yourself from the situation. That is the best advice I can say because at the end of the day, we all don't have to do what we, you know, you don't have to feel obligated to do something that you don't need to do, you know, like straight up. Obviously, I'm talking about in social contexts and family contexts. In work contexts, obviously, to a certain degree, there is a level of professionalism to uphold. And when I say you don't have to do anything you don't want to, that is something that you can obviously discuss with your HR office or in terms of if it's just not the right fit for you that workplace then you can just go to a recruiter and line up another job somewhere else because sometimes there are some environments that lead us to react a certain way because we're just not in the right place so you can end up being in the wrong job or the wrong place which is why you might find yourself being triggered all the time and hating your job so I would suggest then you know changing your job as well I know it's really hard so it's hard to start new things but it's better than being in the same place and being constantly triggered, you know, having your emotions constantly spiraling up and down, up and down, and you feeling like you're out of control, you know. It's better to take ownership of your life and take control of your life 
and do things that make you feel more positive, make you feel good, make you feel respected as well. Like make sure that you're setting boundaries with people so you're not getting triggered and you're not having to bottle emotions because you feel safe. The reason we bottle our emotions is um, because you recognize that you were never safe expressing your emotions. So make a safe space every time you want to express an emotion and start to get more comfortable with expressing your feelings and your issues with your friends, your partner, your family, um, you know, with your boss, whoever it may be, so that you can um, reach an understanding. Because the only way that other people can understand each other is through communication. No one can read your mind unfortunately which would be amazing we have to go through these trials and tribulations to become better people to better understand ourselves to better understand other people to have empathy to have sympathy to have compassion for other people as well as ourselves like i think it's really really important to start with love towards yourself love yourself understand yourself and guide guide yourself through your own trials and tribulations if you know that you're bottling up emotions because of certain situations that have happened in the past or traumatic situations, go to a therapist and start working through those problems. Don't let them control you. You want to be the one in control of your body and your mind. And if if you're getting triggered so easily all the time by so many things, everyday things, then I think it is time to reflect. It's time to look back in the past like, what is causing this? Because nine times out of ten, it is your past. Or a situation that's happened in the past. Or a person. Or some kind of trauma that's leading that. Because that's not a normal response to have. Um, Obviously, you know, you want to do it in a safe space. That's why I definitely recommend psychologists. I recommend, you know, mentor or counselling groups. I think, you know, you're in an environment with lots of people that are understanding towards the same issues. Um, it's really good to have like support networks around you to work through your issues and to become a happier person, like lighter, more peaceful. You know, you don't want to go around having anger issues towards things or reacting in a certain way that you might regret later and look back on and be like, I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't do that, but I just couldn't control myself. You want to be powerful and you want to look back and be like, yes, I had control of myself. I did say that because of X, Y, and Z, and it was important that I upheld my morals and my ethical compass to say those things to that certain individual or in that certain situation to resolve something that crossed my boundary that made me feel uncomfortable. So find your power, find your voice, and hone in on that. Focus on that. Meditate on that and love yourself, have compassion for yourself, and understanding that even if things are illogical, when you react emotionally, there is always a reason behind it, even if you might not understand in that moment, and just keep enjoying the journey of discovering more things about yourself, it is a constant discovery, it's a constant journey, you're never going to reach a destination with yourself, because there's just so many facets to our souls, to our personality, to our consciousness, our subconsciousness, that it's it's honestly a minefield. So take your time, have empathy for yourself and love for yourself so that you can share it with others, you know. And so you can be the best version of yourself and have an amazing and beautiful life. So I hope this was helpful. There's a few strategies in there. Like I said, therapy is wonderful. Um... You know, watching motivational podcasts are amazing. Jay Shetty is a good, really popular podcast 
talk host. I think journaling is really, really great. Even actually drawing and painting is a great emotional response. Even singing, even going to the gym, find ways to express those emotions and kind of work through it. I know those activities can really help you hone in on what's bothering you, why it bothered you, and what you can do next time. It's always important to think about how can I deal with that situation if it presents itself next time in a better, more positive, productive way that's going to help me because other people can't read your mind. So that's important to remember. I think we tend to project on people what we think they're thinking because that's what it looks like. But at the end of the day, you can just never know what's going through someone's mind until you actually express yourself. Then you will actually know because they will tell you, oh, I didn't know or, oh, that's how you felt. I didn't realize for me, you know, it could be trivial, but for you it's important. So it's, it's important to understand that just because it doesn't affect them the same way doesn't make your emotions trivial on that it is just a different life experience you're all on a different life path so your emotions are valid everyone's emotions are valid because everyone's journey and life experience is unique to them so it's important to respect yourself and respect the things that bother you and accept them instead of fighting them and respect other people's differences and if you ever feel like maybe you're a bit out of control like maybe you can't control yourself in the moment you feel like your emotions are taking over I would suggest the 54321 method. It is a neuropath method that is supposed to interrupt your thoughts, like your thought cycle. Um, so give that a go. And I think meditating is also very helpful. And the best thing about journaling, or even actually, um, you could do digital journaling, which is like where you do voice memos to yourself and like how you're feeling. You can even do videos, video journaling doesn't necessarily have to be writing but just a way for you to remember and grow from yourself like you'll be able to look back on it and be like oh my god I've grown so much I've changed so much and you might even forget things like as we get older we actually forget some things that we discover about ourselves that we realize bother us so I think it's just a really cool way of like recording yourself and recording your life experience and looking back on it when you're older because you're never going to go through these things again you never go through the same type of experience twice so i think it's going to be really good just like as memories but also for your own self-development and healing and your own journey and yeah like i really am praying for everyone i hope you're all honestly having an amazing day or evening or afternoon wherever you are and i hope that you guys start bottling your emotions and let yourself feel things and so that you can feel the good and the bad so just remember that if you are not feeling the bad stuff you're not feeling the good stuff so that's what I'm gonna leave with you for today anyways I'm over and I'm out and I hope you're all fabulous and thank you my beautiful people for listening and I'll be back